Psalm chapter 37. If you found it and you're able to, let's stand for the reading of the Word of God. We'll get into the Scriptures. And uh, Psalm 37, beginning in verse number 1, I'm going to read down to verse number 11. The Bible says, Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass, and wither as the green herb. How many have ever come up against wicked people, and you read a verse like that, they shall soon be cut down like the grass, and you say, God, help me to be your lawnmower. <laughs> verse 3, trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger, and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. For evil doers shall be cut off, but those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall not be. Yea, thou shalt diligently consider his place, and it shall not be. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. Uh, focus this week on verses 4 and 5 which many may even have these verses, if they're printed out, maybe on your wall. Trust in the Lord, excuse me, delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thy heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. As I look towards 2024, I want to encourage us this morning on this subject matter. You say, what can we do to get ready for the new year? I'll encourage you on this one thought this morning, focus on faithfulness. Focus on faithfulness. Let's have a word of prayer, and we'll look at these verses. Father, we love you. Lord, thank you so much for speaking to hearts throughout this morning. And Lord, as we prepare to close out 2023 and open up a new year, Lord, I look forward with great anticipation to everything that you have in store for us. But Lord, most of all, I pray that you would challenge our hearts, that we need to focus on being faithful to the Lord. And so Lord, have your will and way, and we'll thank you for it. Teach us now in Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I understand that many have probably already done this. You've probably looked back over the last year, looking forward to the upcoming year and all that God has in store, and maybe some, um, as Brother Norman just said, maybe some resolutions. And listen, I'm all for, if it takes the change of a calendar uh, for you to start doing something right and better, then go ahead and start it. But don't wait till tomorrow. Start it today. And uh, don't just wait for the change of the calendar. But if it gets you thinking about it, then start doing it. I've told uh, all three 
prison services that I preach this week to be able to close out the year on things that I personally do that I will reflect over this past year and I will identify the failures that I've had over 2023. You say, oh no, I'm trying to forget them. Well, I'll identify the failures and usually that takes more than just a couple days for me, okay? And uh, identify the failures, but then I want to identify what I can learn from them and then I forget them. I keep the lessons and try to forget the failures. But then I also try to look at my successes. And God, what have, what have you allowed me to be able to do this week? And what have I seen accomplished? And I try to learn from that. And then honestly, I try to forget a lot of my successes too, because I don't want to walk in and have a prideful year and say, well, I did it last year. I can do it this year. No, I got to remember I didn't do it this past year. It was only God and that God is going to be the one to be able to do it this next year. I've got many uh, aspirations for this year, asking the Lord to be able to help me with things. I know there's some things that you can identify that perhaps you need to focus on. One of them might be your Bible reading. One of them might be spending time in prayer. One of them might be uh, your church attendance or your family time. And each of these are, are vitally important in our Christian lives. And we ought not to slack off on any one of them. We ought to commit to spend time in prayer. You say, well, what if I spend five minutes a day in prayer? Pastor, that's, that's not very much. It might be more than what you did in 23. Do you know one of the last statistics that I read? And I've been told that 82% of statistics are made up, so I'm not sure on that, but uh, that one was. But uh, I have been told uh, one of the last statistics that was put out by church research and everything that the average Christian prays less than two minutes a day on average. That means there's some that don't pray and some that pray four minutes to be able to average out to two minutes. That's a sad commentary on the Christians here in America when we have so much to be able to thank God for. You say, well, what would I even pray for for five minutes? Listen, you know enough bad about me that you can pray for God to work in my life for five minutes and that would cover it. Quit shaking your head up and down, Matthew sitting there with his head shaking like that. I'm like, he knows enough bad about me. Be able to pray for five minutes. And listen, you do too, don't you, Mike Rossi? You know enough to be able to pray for me just for five minutes. Faithfulness. I want us to focus on faithfulness going into this new year. You say, why focus on faithfulness? Why not give us a plan for how much we ought to pray and how much we ought to read our Bible and how much we ought to do this and do that? And uh, that's going to distract me through the service thinking someone's standing behind me. Focusing. And as I, I looked into the scriptures and I want to encourage us on this subject matter because I found out this, if we would simply just focus on being faithful to the Lord, guess what? Everything else of these will be able to fall in place. You ever find yourself, and this is an object lesson right now, that you get to the point that you have a hard time focusing? And I want to share a few things as we look at the scriptures here in Psalm chapter 37, really just a couple things. First of all, I believe that we ought to focus in spite of a few things. First of all, focus in spite of distractions by evildoers. You say, what do you mean? How many have had a conversation recently about how wicked and how bad things are going on in the world around us? 
We've had them conversations, haven't we? How many would say going into the year of the presidential election that we could be unfocused and realize I don't believe any of them are going to be the answer to what's needed across our nation? You say, well, what's going to happen? I believe it's only the Lord. That's going to be the answer for what's needed across our nation. But listen, we could take the time and we could spend our entire hours of our day focusing and being distracted by evildoers that are around us. And he says here, listen, in verse number one, fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. In other words, don't get get distracted by all that stuff. Don't allow your anxiety and your energy to be put into and complaining about those that are doing wicked and doing evil around this world. Why? Because there's coming a day they'll be cut off. Listen, they're not going to be around anymore. Listen, those that, that do evil, they will be brought to an end. They shall soon be cut off like the grass and wither as the green herb. Focus in spite of distractions by evildoers. But then can I say this also? Focus in spite of discouragement by evildoers. I told you, listen, and I know it's a, it's a family day and it's the end of the year and we recognize and praise the Lord for these families. And I did bring up about the advice and we had more advice being given to us as new parents trying to raise kids. And we had some another other young couples that I believe at the time they didn't even have children and, and uh, walked up and told us how we were doing it wrong. I'm thinking, okay, it's my child. You need to do this when you go into a church. You need to do this when you go such and such a place. And you need to make sure you're doing this over here. We were very gracious and said, thank you very much. Now, and, and we did what God desired for us to do. Now, I'm not talking about common sense stuff. I'm not talking about teach your kids to wash your hands. I'm not talking about teach your kids to clean up your room and take care of the house. That stuff's okay. They ought to be taught that and be able to take that responsibility and to be able to fulfill that. I'm talking about when we were traveling all the time and I thought, you know, I said on every side, there was always someone in every area of our lives. Listen, not just with raising kids. I'll get off that. Every area of our life, be able to come alongside and say, you're not doing this right. Everybody got their opinion. Everybody got their thought. And I found out this, everybody is an armchair quarterback until they get put in the game. (laughs) And then I'm thinking, okay, all these things that you just said, pastor, you're not doing this right. Now you're doing it. You're realizing, oh, it's a whole different ball game now, isn't it? whole different ball game. Now, listen, we can't get distracted by those that would bring discouragement, those evildoers. And what David is trying to encourage here is, listen, make sure that you are focused and you remain faithful. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. But then not just the distractions, not just the discouragement. You know, some people have the gift of encouragement and some believe they have the gift of discouragement. Can I encourage you today? Don't get distracted by all that. 
Just focus on faithfulness. You say, Pastor, boy, it's amazing. I I commit and try to do something for the Lord. And as soon as I do, boy, it seems like they come out of nowhere trying to discourage. Don't worry about it. Don't get distracted. You know what I had to find out real quick? And uh, I know Brother Jackson, he pastored up in Maine for 50 years and uh, he didn't pastor that long by uh, doing what I'm about to say I learned I couldn't do. Run all over the place and put out every little fire. Can't get distracted by those things. Don't get discouraged. Listen, you, you make a commitment to the Lord and there's some things that you have already set into your heart and your life for going into 24. And, and listen, don't allow someone to come up alongside and say, well, why are you going to do that in 24? That just doesn't seem like it's going to be profitable. Well, thanks for ruining my whole year of goals that I just prayed over and I just sat down and got established in my life. And now I have barely over 12 hours to be able to redo my entire year on what I'm getting ready to do. Listen, focus on faithfulness and not those that distract, not those that discourage. But then I'll say this, there'll be even some. And uh, listen, I just want us to be careful on this. Focus in spite of the dangers of evildoers. You see, some, it's, it's, it's not just a matter of, of they're doing evil, but then it's not just a matter of they're trying to discourage you, but there's some that'll come along and they'll actively try to derail you and your focus. It says down here in verse number seven, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way. Look at this. Because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. And I thought, you know, there's just some out there. They just love to try to cause trouble in your life and, and, and make you lose focus, don't they? It was interesting. I won't tell you the situation whatsoever, but I received a text. And this person is here this morning, not in a bad way. That said, Pastor, it's just one of them mornings. I was doing great. And then those three, all in a matter of one person, came against him. I said, oh, let me give you these couple verses. I just read it five minutes ago in preparation for the message that I'm getting ready to preach on this coming Sunday. And I, I, I text back verses one and two. I said, don't get distracted by it. I said, don't worry about that. Those that bring evil devices and those that are evildoers that try to cause you to lose your focus, if God puts something in your heart and settle it and stay focused, turn not to the left hand or to the right, but stay going forward for the cause of Christ and stay focused on faithfulness. It may be this for this year that it would be a great step for you just to commit to be faithful to church more than what you were in 23. I look at it. We got 52 weeks ahead of us. We, on average, got three services for you to be able to attend, four if you count Sunday school. I won't jump up automatically to the 208. Don't worry, okay? But 52 weeks, four times a week, that's 208. But just take one of those off and drop it back into the 150s. What if you could say, Lord, I'm going to focus and, and be faithful. What, what about... 90% of the time. You say, well, pastor, I'm shooting for 100. Hey, praise the Lord, so am I. 
I'm shooting for 100. Why not focus on being faithful? You say, I, I, I just get easily distracted. And we, we say that from time to time. And I know we all joke about it. And I joke about it in my family. My wife jokes about it with me that right in the middle of a sentence, we start another sentence. And then we say what? Squirrel. <laughs> and we, we chase that one. And we come back and say two more words in that sentence, and then another squirrel jumps up. Hey, listen, preachers do it just as much. We just call it a rabbit trail. We, we just call, we just call and, and we try to spiritualize it, okay? Listen, focus. There's some, listen, you need to get your focus back on what God desires for you in your life. I believe there's some wives that need to get their focus back on following their husbands as he's trying to lead them in a spiritual way and to be faithful in church. I believe there's some fathers and some husbands that need to get their focus back on being the father and the husband that God desires for them to be. There's some families that need to get their focus back and say, listen, we've been slacking off in some of these areas and we need to focus on faithfulness. Now, what does, and let me share these few thoughts with us as we look down through Psalm 37. I, th I believe not just, and let's get away from the focus in spite of these evildoers, but listen, focus on, on the dedication of living right. You understand that's what verse number five is speaking of when he says, commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him. In other words, there's a dedication of saying, Lord, here is my focus. Here's what you have for me. And Lord, I am going to trust in you. And he'll bring it to pass. There's three things that I saw about focusing on dedication to live right. First of all, I see that there's the provision of the Lord in verse number three. He said in verse number three, trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed. You say, well, pastor, I don't have to be in church to be fed. Well, God has ordained a place. And, and I know you can read the Bible. You ought to be reading the Bible every day of your life. You ought to be spending time in prayer. But listen, I do believe according to the word of God that God gives a pastor, the preacher, a message to be able to feed the flock spiritually. I believe that. I believe as I was praying this week and I could not, I went to about six different passages of scripture saying, God, this would be a great message for me to be able to preach as we're closing out the year and going into 24. Nope. Well, I went over to another passage. Be strong in the Lord. Nope. Not preach that one. You know, a good soldier doesn't entangle himself with the affairs of this world. No, can't preach that one out of Timothy. Let's keep coming back to Psalm 37. And why don't we focus on faithfulness and the dedication of living right. And listen, the Lord will provide. Thou shalt dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed. You know what that's saying? You say, well, does that mean I'm going to get everything that I want? No, but I believe you'll get everything that you need. Food and raiment. God will take care of us. God will clothe us. God will feed us. He takes care of his children. Listen, if you're here today and you're not a child of God, you are missing out on being part of the greatest family on the face of the earth, knowing that God takes care of his children. And boy, I'm thankful for that, the provision of the Lord. But then I also thought the patience 
while wickedness abounds. Verse number seven, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. How many here, and, and uh, I'm not going to ask for a show of hands because I know every one of us would have to, that we just have a problem with patience. We're okay with the will of God in our lives, aren't we? We just want it right now. We just want God, would you go ahead and lay it all out for me? And there's sometimes, and many times, I believe that the Lord is just trying to teach some patience because of what he has in store for us down the road. Well, no, Lord, it's clear to me, and this is what I want, and I want it now. And especially when we sit back and look at the evildoers. There's times I sit back and say, Lord, how long are you going to let them mock your name? How long are you going to let them talk bad about you? How long are you just going to allow wickedness to be able to abound on every side? Lord, we just, we just dedicated five families and babies to you to be able to be raised in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. But Lord, with the wickedness that is out there, waiting patiently, patience while wickedness abounds. Can I remind us of this? And it's over and over down through this passage of Scripture wickedness does not win in the end. We could read the verses all over again. Wickedness does not win in the end. We just got to have patience. Be able to get through, focus on faithfulness. And then I see that the prosperity of faithfulness in verse number 11, but the meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. You say, in the midst of all this, do you understand what David is describing here? I'm trying to do what's right. Wickedness is abounding. Evildoers are everywhere. And he starts talking about the abundance of peace. You say, that just doesn't seem to fit in context. It does if you're focused on faithfulness to the Lord. Now, every one of us, and I'll close with these few statements, every one of us could probably go back over this year and we could probably name down, and we could probably even list them, name down areas where we lost focus in faithfulness to the Lord. Where we went through some valleys, where we were not as faithful to the Lord, to His Word, to prayer, to fellowship as we ought to be. Can I say something? You can't do a thing about that now. You can't. Except change it for going forward. I told all of those that were in prison this week in the three services that I was at, I said, here's what I want you to do. I said, I want you to sit down over the next few days and write down on a piece of paper every failure you can think of from 2023. If you need an extra piece of paper, you can pull it out. And I said, no, listen, I don't want you to give that to someone else. Listen, if you do that, sit down this afternoon, this evening, think about every failure you can think of over the past year and then rip it up into about the smallest pieces you possibly can and get rid of it. Get rid of it. Don't give it to your spouse. Don't carry it around in your Bible. If you want to give it to me, that'd be okay. I'm just kidding. No, don't give it to me. Shred it, throw it away, burn it, flush it, whatever you need to do. Learn what you can from all those failures and then get rid of them. And say, God, here it is. 
a new year. Here's my goals. Here it is. And listen, if the only goal you can have to summarize all of them that you come in contact with is focus on faithfulness. You know, I may not be able to do a whole lot, but I can be faithful. Hey, I may not be able to do this and be able to do that. Listen, we're going to get ready to set some roof trusses over here, Lord willing, in about six months. Hey, I may not be able to raise roof trusses, but I can be faithful. I may not be able to do this over here. They're so gifted in that area, but you can be faithful. You can be faithful to read your Bible. You can be faithful to pray. You can be faithful to attend church. Be faithful to fellowship. Say a word of encouragement, encouragement to someone you come in contact with. Focus on faithfulness. Pastor, what do you want from us for this year? I'll tell you exactly what I desire. Faithfulness to the Lord. That's what I desire. You know why? Because the Bible says, moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Focus on faithfulness. What is it in your life? What area that may be? Hey, it's, it's just not as faithful as it should be. Now, you may be here today, listen, and I understand I, it's not been a, a full salvation message. You may be here today, and you're not even a child of God. You've gone through this whole year. You've never trusted Christ as your Savior. You're not faithful in church. You don't read your Bible. You've, you've never trusted Christ. You're not a child of God. I'm not asking if you do good works. I'm not asking you if you've attended church all your life. I'm just saying... You might not be a child of God because you've never come to the Lord the Bible way where he says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. You've never called upon the Lord for salvation. And you may be sitting here this morning and say, well, pastor, I'd love to be faithful, but I'm not even sure I'm saved. Can I say, you could be faithful to church all your life. And if you've never trusted Christ as your savior, it's not going to do you a lick of good. You've got to start with becoming a child of God. Start with calling upon Him, realizing that you're a sinner, realizing your need for salvation, realizing that Jesus paid the price and Jesus paid it all. There's nothing you can add to it, nothing you can take away from it, but understanding that Jesus paid it all and He desires to be your Savior if you'd allow Him to. Boy, what better way to be able to start out the new year than starting out as a child of God? And then say, I'm going to focus on being faithful. You say, Pastor, I don't know everything. Guess what? I don't either. But you know what I'm going to do for 2024? I'm going to be faithful to what I do know. And I know I ought to be in church. I know I ought to be reading my Bible. I know I ought to be telling others about Jesus. I know I ought to be spreading the word of the gospel. I'm going to be faithful to what I do know. And I believe that as I'm faithful in those things, that God's going to take care of the other things. See, sometimes we want to jump all the way over here when God's saying, why don't you be faithful in the little things first? Why don't you be faithful and focus on faithfulness? Maybe you just need to refocus. I know it's joked around the past couple weeks, and I'm still getting in the habit of wearing my glasses to be able to read. I noticed it last night, and I knew what I was preaching this morning. I drove up to the prison in Berlin, and I walked in there, I grabbed that songbook, and it's smaller print than what we have. And I said, can't quite focus. And I thought going into 2024, I said, I bet there's a whole lot of children of God. I said, need to get their focus back. 
and focus on faithfulness and just say, I'm going to serve the Lord and I'm going to be found faithful. I'm in. I'm in. Pastor, I'm, I'm going to focus on faithfulness this year. That's my focus.